0: when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Drive for Show. DFS for Doe here on Roto Grinders, bringing you some more golf talk this week. Uh, Of course, we had the ever-popular Waste Management Phoenix Open last week. The NFL season is now in the books, and a few more eyes will turn to the uh, golf calendar here for a while. So it will be fun to continue breaking down some of these big events over the spring, and uh, we definitely have a big one this week the genesis invitational a certain someone golfing this week that uh certainly my co-host mr notorious will be happy to talk about so should be a fun week of golf i am justin van zuden aka stl cardinals 84 and uh, noto how was the uh, end of football season for you and i'm sure you're looking forward to this week
2: yeah super bowl was a lot of fun um ended up being a great game after a pretty bad first half but uh yeah, my lineups in DFS for golf—they uh, were as wasted as uh, the fans were at the tournament. They were pretty bad.
1: Yeah, so uh, I put once he took the lead, I put an outright bet on Charlie Hoffman at like plus two twenty-five on Sunday. I did not hedge. Uh, once he got the uh, four-shot lead or three-shot lead or whatever the heck it was, I played Nick Taylor at Pebble Beach, and he was like a thousand over par with a good course history there. And I uh, did not play Nick Taylor this week. And then he ruined my Charlie Hoffman bet. And I am very unhappy with Nick Taylor right now. So uh, kudos, I guess, to him on a win. But it uh, would be nice if he you know missed a putt somewhere there.
2: Yeah, that would have been nice. Birdie's 18 three times in a row. I didn't see uh, the playoff, but I heard it was uh, pretty good. And uh, another long shot outright. Just, they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs>
1: I yeah you taylor was like 150 to one that's six weeks in a row now and uh the sports books are probably just raking in the money on golf futures this year uh because obviously most people aren't hitting those huge long shots uh and all the you know the shorter odds guys are have been struggling so uh this is the week this week <laughs> this is the week we're gonna say that every week until it happens uh but uh only 70 golfers in the field this week so maybe that'll make a difference but um I was a little disappointed. I, I had 23 golfers in my player pool. I only had two miss the cut. Uh, so I had 21 out of 23, make the cut like 60%, six to six lineups. And I lost like 80 bucks for the week. So I uh, just didn't have the right combos together. Uh, and it, uh, you know, it was an okay week, but, uh, losing $80 when you have like all but two, your guys make the cut is, uh, is a little frustrating so yeah i was on some good plays last week didn't have any taylor didn't have any hoffman uh only like a couple guys inside the top 10 so uh it was uh, it was that kind of week but uh i mean that's a fun tournament but it seems like like is there a is there a tipping point here with this tournament being like this big party seems like it's getting a little out of control this year
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, they're in a tough situation now because they've leaned into the party atmosphere. That's kind of why it's become such a big event. Why, you know, so many non-golf fans end up going and watching. And I mean, I would say I got more questions, more questions asked like, hey, isn't the waste management this week than I do when it's like the PGA championship or the open championship from friends and family. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because it was uh, it was a mess. They had to cut off alcohol sales. Um, guys were doing somersaults and bunkers and yelling at the your boy Zach Johnson um, getting into <laughs> it. Billy Horschel yelling at the fans. So um, the players weren't too happy. It'll be interesting to see what happens from that.
1: Uh, Billy Horschel yelling at the fans. That was that's about minus a thousand to <laughs> to happen at an event like that. But uh, yeah, I think there'll have to be some changes going forward. Uh, a little bit too much risk of injury and just problems. It seems like if that. Continues on those trends, but outside of the alcohol, outside of the weird long shot winner, uh, any uh, uh, long shot winner for the sixth consecutive week, any other takeaways from last week's event uh, for you? Uh
2: Not really. The speed top 10 was a little bit smoke and mirrors. I think he lost jokes ball striking and gained like 10 with the short game. So not putting too much uh, stock into that. McNeely was up there. Um, good to see him playing well. Uh, Adam Scott, we talked him up. So I felt like we had some good calls and some good phase. We talked about Faden Poston and Harmon and some other guys. But, uh, yeah, not the best week for me. And it was funny, that the Billy Horschel thing, he was defending the guy he was playing with or whatever, but he was talking in his backswing when he was yelling at the fan. So <laughs> he kind of ended up uh, <laughs> doing some negative there.
1: <laughs> uh the a uh, little bit of a mess there last week but uh yeah we did have some pretty good calls on the show uh it was just a matter of uh putting all the things in the right buckets and didn't happen with uh with any of our lineups but uh, we'll look forward to this week uh certainly uh, plenty of talking points we'll do a snake draft here towards the end of the show as usual so if you're interested in that uh, feel free to uh, stay tuned at the end. And it probably won't take us super long to get through the golfers this week as there's only 70 in the field. But uh, it is probably the strongest field we've seen so far this season uh, for one of the uh, elevated events. Obviously, a lot of the best golfers on the PGA Tour are playing in these. Uh, and uh, and this is certainly a deep one here this week with what's left, I guess, on the PGA Tour these days. But it uh, should be a strong field here this week.
2: Yeah, it should be Sean filled. And did you watch any of the live stuff last week? I think John Rahm is uh, questioning his decision. He's no, I did. I mean, I saw
1: that they had a pretty good group there at the end, but no, I did not see yelling about
2: the the music, yelling about his shots. He shanked one when he was in contention there on the back nine. Um, yeah, he didn't look too happy. Looks uh looks like Travis Kelsey there in the first half. (laughs) Um,
1: I did see somebody say that uh the the players wouldn't hear all the rowdy fans at the Waste Management if they had the music going like the live guys do. So <laughs> I yeah, suppose that's the nice. solution. But break out the DJs and the uh, the carts, uh, the carts on the course with the uh, boom boxes uh, for for the PJ Tour. But uh, no, I didn't see that uh, drama with John Rom. But uh, I think he can wipe his tears away with some hundred dollar bills if he wants to.
2: Yeah. I think he'll be just fine. Uh, Derek in the chat's asking about the snake draft. We don't have a link yet. We'll just find an
1: empty one and send out the link. Uh,
2: once we, once we start that up at the end of the show.
1: All right. So, uh, Riviera this week, uh, tried and tested course that's uh, been used on the PGA tour for a long time. And, uh, Tiger Woods, the host of the, uh, the tournament here and, uh, has given himself a sponsor's exemption. So, Tiger's back this week. What do we make of that?
2: Yeah. Can't wait. He's got his new apparel line Sunday red. Um, I don't know. It's getting uh, mixed reviews on Twitter, uh, which never happens. You know, usually everyone's in agreement on Twitter.
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Right.
2: But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be purchasing something soon. Um, But uh, yeah, glad to have him in the field. It sounds like he wants to play once a month. Um, So probably maybe the players and the majors the rest of the way. So yeah, he's minus 125 to make the cut on DraftKings. That's probably where I'm going to get my exposure Now I you don't really want to play him.
1: You know, uh, this is a good point to bring up. So most of the elevated events this year are not going to have a cut, but this one does. So we've got 70 in the field. The cut is the old Masters rule. Top 50 and anybody within 10 shots of the lead. So all you got to do is be within 10 shots of the lead to make the cut or be inside the top 50. Obviously, if somebody's running away with it, then it's probably just going to be the top 50. If everybody's bunched together, maybe you have some guys within 10 shots that are outside the top 50, but so only like 15 guys are going to get cut this week. So that uh, the will he make the cut is will Tiger finish in the top 50ish out of 70 uh not, you know, 65 out of 100 and some for those of you who might uh, not be aware with the format this week. So yeah, I yeah. I would i I'm surprised. I figured the odds would have been actually like minus one seventy five or something like that.
2: So everyone else is like minus two ten or worse. Um he's minus one twenty five. And given how bad the bottom of the field is, I mean, Dunlap, Chase Johnson got a invite, Grayson Murray, Seamus Power, like he can beat 15 of these guys. I hope.
1: <laughs> Famous last words. So we'll uh We'll see uh, if that comes to pass here this week, but uh, again, strong field Tigers back. That'll be good for the ratings, I'm sure. Uh, all right, talk about the course. Uh, Riviera, again, this one's been around for a long time. What do we got this week?
2: Yeah, one of my favorites, classical course. Uh, fairly average fairways, but they're tough to hit, um, and the rough's not that thick, so when even the most accurate hitters aren't going to be hitting the fairways very very often You've got to give an edge to distance over accuracy the greens are large but they're tough to hit too so i looked at last year's stats 51 percent of the fairways were hit and 55 percent of the greens were hit in regulation uh, and then i was looking at this new tool on data golf they kind of compared the Stroh's game relative to uh, each of the individual stroke game categories relative to stroke game total and around the green was like by far the most important here last year um, All the other three were actually less than tour average. So I thought that was kind of interesting Probably just because scrambling is difficult here and you're gonna get a lot more scrambling opportunities than you would at most venues uh, The 10th hole is interesting. You got the debate on whether you want to lay up or go for it seems like everybody kind of goes for it now, but that's, like, the same as number 17 at TBC Scottsdale and that my guys never birdie. seems it's like, just...
1: yeah, they'll, they'll be uh, right there on the fringe uh, <laughs> after the tee shot and they'll make a six. Yeah. That's uh, uh, pretty much how it goes. Uh, there's been all sorts of wild scores on that hole through the years, and uh, if your guy starts on the back nine, it would be a nice way to get the tilt going, blood flowing early. Yeah. Unless they're uh, all teeing off on the front because it's only 70 oh. golfers. I didn't look yet.
2: Yeah, that's a good that's a
1: good uh, question. But uh, yeah, so I'm
2: kind of looking for guys that are long and straight off the tee. They are, um, by the way.
1: Everybody's seen off on the front, and it's over okay. like a, uh, like a four hour span with no like wave. There's no wait, so it's like the like the Open Championship. Everybody off the first tee in waves of over like four or five hours. Okay, I kind of like that. I um, do
2: too. Should get should get golf all day. But yeah, I'm looking for good drivers of the ball. Um, not a lot of wedges here, so a lot of mid and long irons. Uh, good approach play is going to be key. Talked about around the green play. And then short gain on Poana greens I think is going to be important as well. Uh, what are you looking at?
1: Yeah, I agree on the Poana splits. I think that uh, makes, you know, you get guys that tend to play these types of courses well, tend to play in California well. Uh, otherwise, yeah, just to, basically you need to be good at everything here. Distance doesn't hurt because the course is so difficult. Uh, approach play is always paramount. You light out the case for, you know, around the green, uh, basically, you know, we can take a shot on some bad putters this week, the bad putters that are good at everything else. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna YOLO a few of those this week. Uh, always like playing those kind of guys on courses that you don't have to go quite as low. Uh, and certainly this is one where you don't have to, you're not going to see the winning score generally get into, uh, 25, 30 under par here. Uh, so be good at everything else and we'll, we'll roll some bad putters this week.
2: Yep. And course history, more important here than most. Um, it's actually more important than anywhere other than, I guess, national. So guys that have played well here in the past tend to continue to play well the
1: next year. Yeah, absolutely. Don't play too many first timers here. Probably not going to change that theory this time, though. There aren't a ton of first timers in the field. But uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, and get into breaking it down. And by the way, if you want to build some lineups are. Sim Labs tool is now live for PGA, so you may have used that throughout the NFL season, uh, but you can check that out at RotoGrinders.com/simlabs, and, uh, and you know check that out. It's it's certainly a great tool uh, that we're trying to expand to all the sports, um, and if you can get yourself a premium subscription and uh, go ahead and check out our Sim Labs tool, um, believe we got uh, a promo code as well. Uh, let's see. Um, we have a discount code 10 bucks off a month of Roto Grinders premium. That link is in the description of the video. So 10 bucks a month off Roto Grinders premium and uh, get yourself a trial of the uh, Simlabs product for PGA. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, start digging into the golfers, the usual back to four guys above 10 K on DraftKings this week, uh, Scheffler, Rory, Shoffley, Hovland, can't argue with those guys being some of the top golfers on tour. Scheffler, of course, in the mix once again last week. Uh, do you have a preference on these top four, and uh, do you plan to uh, to build with one of them here this week?
2: It's hard not to like Scheffler. Um, I was looking at uh, his strokes gain numbers from the rough, um, best, in the uh, from plus, best in the field. Strokes gain numbers from 150-plus, best in the field. Uh, strokes gain, t green best in the field. Stroke gain, difficult courses, best in the field um stat model best in the field so i can go on and on he's just uh he's been incredible um and i mean he's we're gonna look back at this run like his ball striking numbers are as good as prime tiger and he's won like two or three times during this two-year stretch which is kind of crazy he could he could rattle off 10 plus wins if he just had a little bit better putter so i'll continue to play scheffler continue to prefer him over the other guys uh up here but I can't really talk down about anybody else. I just think Scheffler is the easier click for me. What about you?
1: Yeah, um, obviously it's, it's tough to find fault with him. If I'm picking from those guys, I mean, it's, it probably is Scheffler. uh, But I really like the build starting with like multiple players in the 9k range this week. I just really like the way those lineups tend to look. Um, So like you, not really going to talk bad about these guys, but I think the savings is valuable this week. Like you, are saving, you know, 2k down to one of the golfers in the mid nine K's from Scheffler. You know, you're saving 1500, 1700 down from Rory. Um, you know, Hovland. I still worry about the the chipping a little bit on this course, uh, though. His results have been pretty good here. I'll just probably be underweight in general on this range, more of a function because I like my lineups more. If I'm starting with one of the next few guys.
2: Yeah, I like that thought process. You can definitely see the winner coming in the 9K range. Uh, I hope it does because I bet a couple guys there. So, yeah, I agree. I like the balance builds. Same time, you're going to get a lot more of the 6Ks making the cut this week. So if you do want to prioritize Scheffler, uh, I don't mind taking a stab on you know some of the cheap cheaper options down there.
1: And we can get to some of those here before the end of the show. But, all right, let's talk about the 9K range because I see we've got um, basically everybody except O'Bear in the 9K range is already tagged by somebody in our lineup HQ tool. Um, and O'Bear is the first-timer here and uh, worry about the first-timers on this course. So I'm probably out on him this week, but you look at the other guys, great ball striker and Morikawa, great course fit for Cantlay. He's had pretty good results here. Justin Thomas and Spieth have had solid starts to the year. And Max Homa has a great course history and he's Mr. California Golf. So, all of these guys just seem like they're really strong plays in this spot. Um, and Obert is really the only one I don't feel great about, and that's simply because it's his first time playing here on the PJ Tour. So uh, do you have a favorite or two in the nine case? Well, I gotta know who tags Speed. Not you, not, not me. me. Sobel did. Sobel wrote up Speed this week.
2: Okay, interesting, because uh He's been pretty bad here throughout the years. Even when Spieth was at you know the height of his powers, he this was not a course that he played well. So that one's interesting to me. Um, love Morikawa. He's been playing well. Picked up a win at the Zozo in the fall. Sixth and second here the last couple of years. He's one of those guys that you get a mid iron, long iron into his hands. You trust him more than anyone else. And uh, from California, went to play his college golf in California, so he's got that angle. I uh, like Cantlade quite a bit as well. He hasn't been great to start the season, but I think that's kind of why he's priced down here. He's typically one of the more expensive guys at this tournament. And you look at his results here, six straight made cuts, uh, T3 year last year, played pretty well at Pebble his last time out too. So those two would probably be my favorite, but JT has been playing great. Um, Certainly no issue with him. You could probably start. I haven't done this yet, but if you start like a Morikawa, Cantlay, JT, you got to be feeling pretty yep. good
1: about your chances. Yeah. You can get three guys in here. And that's what I actually tagged three guys in the nine K range. Cause that's how I would probably start even a single entry type of build this week. I think that makes a lot of sense. I tagged Cantlay for the same reasons that you mentioned. Uh, I've been playing Thomas all year. Not going to stop playing him now three straight top 12s to start the year uh, like you and doesn't take much convincing for me to not be on speed. So he's probably the other guy in this group that I am out on this week. Any other thoughts on this tier for you? I mean, shouldn't we just be playing
2: over I mean, we need to just,
1: (laughs) I know he's never played here. He's a bomber. That's
2: awesome. I think I just need to play him every week,
1: but everybody in this range is, you know, a pretty good play. So you just, I don't know if, if he was like, 8% 8% owned, I think I w- I would understand the logic, but right now we've got him at like 19, and I'd just rather play somebody with experience here.
2: This might be a hot take, but I'm my my odd men out are Homa and Speeth.
0: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better.
1: All right, I'm with you on Spieth. I I can't fade Homa this week, so we've faded him too much in California. Not going to make that mistake here.
2: Never forget, I bet on Finau the week that uh, Homa beat him here in the playoff. Do you remember on number 10, Homa drove it behind a tree, had to chip out left-handed, still forced another playoff hole. That was was (laughs) brutal. That hole hole gets me every time.
1: (laughs) The anti-Homa sentiment from Noto comes from that. uh, spurned lover uh, after that, uh, that, that tournament a few years ago. All right. Speaking of now, he is uh, leading off the 8K range. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, we say this every time he's going to win in the U S eventually. He's going to have some success over here. Uh, Burns is right now grading out as uh, one of the more popular plays on the board at Tigala Cameron Young, uh, who played pretty well last week as well. Both of those guys, a lot of the guys in this tier uh, played pretty well last week. Do you have a favorite in the upper 8K range?
2: Yeah, I do like Tommy Fleawood. Anytime you get him on a difficult course, um, I think he's going to play well, especially in these strong fields. It seems to be when he plays his best. He was T20 here last year. Pretty good start. Just picked up a win, like you mentioned, uh, on the DP World Tour. I think I'm going to be either a full fade or mostly fade on Sam Burns um he's just been so inconsistent and if you look at his track record here he's been almost dead last in the field in three of the last five years i was looking at data golf strokes game approach skill um stuff this week and i kind of went through and looked at the different approach shot uh, dispersions at this course last year and kind of came up with the metric and he was almost dead last uh, of anyone above 7500 in terms of strost gain from the ref of more than 150 strost gain just total for more than 150 so kind of my reasoning for fading him uh, i Who's like that? Tigala. that was sam burns
1: okay yeah i don't think i'm on him especially at that ownership this week he's a lot better with wedges than he is the mid long irons
2: and the course history worries me uh but tigala Second best ball striking performance of his career last week. I kind of thought he was going to get it done on Sunday. He didn't, but he continues to play well on all these California courses. And then I like Adam Scott. Hard not to like Adam Scott. Another top ten. We've talked about him a lot the last few weeks. He's won here before. Uh, what are you doing with Cam Young? Because he never projects well, but he's just so like, he's got so much upside. He could finish top five here, but the the floor is pretty low.
1: Yeah, I mean I think he's good for this course. I I don't have a strong take. I mean, I'm we kind of both tend to generally be underweight on him. Um, but last week was certainly encouraging on a course that maybe didn't fit his game the best. Um I, I don't know. I, I I'm neutral on him. Um he tends to always be a little bit more popular than I'd like, and our projections, like you say, our projections don't love him. Uh, I think he's okay, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think Adam Scott is definitely the best play in this range.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I can't remember who was on Twitter talking about Cam Young saying the best time to play him are driver-heavy driver, driver heavy courses and mid- and long-iron courses, and this kind of fits that build. So not a big surprise to see him play well here the last couple of years. But like you mentioned, he's always so
1: popular. Like, there's no way – it's hard to get overweight on
2: him when he projects so poorly.
1: yeah. Well, we'll see what this week brings uh, for Cam Young. He pro- he might end up in my player pool. Uh, I haven't decided yet, but I definitely prefer Scott. Not sure. I mean, I think I prefer Wyndham Clark if their ownerships are around the same. Um, I always tend to play a little bit of Fitzpatrick. He's not a must for me this week, though. He'd probably be the next guy in this range. Like Sung J just hasn't been playing very well. Tom Kim hasn't been playing very well. I uh, think I'm out on those guys. You're usually the Jason Day guy. I'll leave him for you, but anything else above 8,000 here?
2: Yeah, I'm okay with Jason Day. Just always tend to play a little bit of him in, in California, but I agree with you on Tom Kim. Sung JM, for whatever reason, um, he has not been good at this course, and he has not been good recently. Uh, he's lost on approach in three straight, miscut, T66, T66. So, I'm out on him. Uh, we didn't talk about Finau, but I do like him this week. He's like second in the field, strokes gain approach from the rough. Very good hands around the green. The putter's always a wild card, but he loves his course. Um, I think he's fad, six straight, made cuts, all top 35, something like that. So I do like Fiena out at 8,900.
1: Yeah, I like him as well. I think he's certainly fine uh, at that salary. Nice pivot away from some of the other guys. If you just can't, maybe can't quite afford somebody above 9,000 there, or if you can't, uh, if you don't want the chalky guy in Burns. Uh, or even Scott down there, who's going to be pretty popular this week. All right, uh, moving into the 7Ks. Again, still pretty good golfers in here just because of the strength of this field. Uh, I think this is a good spot to hop back on with Will Zalatoris. Seems healthy. The results have gotten progressively better. Uh, The putter is always a wild card. It's generally bad with him. But again, the spots to play him are on these more difficult courses where you don't have to drain as many birdies. Uh, this place seems like a good fit for Zalatoris. He's pretty cheap. Twelve uh, percent ownership is fairly high, but not not you know out of this world. Uh, and I you know I don't love a lot of the other plays in this range. Uh, posting, we've seen a little bit of a of a dip from him. Missed the cut last week, though it was on the number. Uh, Henley looks to pop pretty good in in projections. Certainly, Eric Cole's a guy who's been playing well, but I'm on the Zalatoris train this week. Uh, who else you like in in your thoughts on him in the upper seven case?
2: Yeah, so from seventy five to seventy nine, it's just full of guys that do not play this course well and first timers. And then you have Will Zalatoris, who's finished fourth, twenty sixth, and fifteenth here, coming off of a t thirteen where he gained strokes uh, across the board. So I'm right there with you. I love Willie Z. Um, this game's trending in the right direction. Hopefully, he keeps it going and the rest of the range is just tough for me uh keegan doesn't play well on poanna very often pretty bad course history posting like you mentioned not sure he's got that much upside in this field on this course siwoo kim's been so hit or miss i do like denny um finished t22 last week that was his best performance in phoenix i kind of talked about him playing better at this stage of his career than he has at any other stage so i think i can go back to denny he's one of those guys that likes these difficult courses. Uh, played well at Muirfield last year, nearly won. So uh, 7,500 7, for him and 7,900 for Zalatoris. Pretty much the only guys that I want to force into lineups.
1: Yeah, I don't love this range either. And obviously, really like Zalatoris. Benion, I think, is fine. Uh, and then you get down to, uh, I mean, at 7,400, like Matsuyama sticks out like a sore thumb here. I'm I, Again, I know it's not like he's been lighting the world on fire, but like 7,400 when he seems healthy and is, you know, at least been making cuts. And I don't know, that's the first price I noticed this week. Like Matsuyama is the same price as the current version of Ricky Fowler, who shot like six over last week. So, uh, you know, you got Connors Harmon in here as well. Last week's winner, Nick Taylor. Um, It just seems, and Hostler is cheap. Um, Just seems weird that some of these guys are, you know, you could maybe maybe switch them with the guys that are, Five or six hundred dollars higher, and nobody would probably bat an eye. So, uh, your thoughts on the rest of the seven K's?
2: Yeah, it's kind of tough. A lot of people are going to Corey Connors, who's been nothing short of terrible here. Uh, One for four with T61 is his best finish. Uh, Cam Davis hasn't been very good. He's getting double digit ownership. So, I mean, Hideki does seem too cheap, but. Uh, the Discord was talking about this last week. Is he just not as good? I mean, he's obviously not as good, but is he just a different golfer now? I mean, he has two top 10s in his last 20 months. Like, like, well, he you know, had the
1: neck injury for a long time. I mean, it seemed like that yeah. was bugging him. Um, at just, least seems healthy because he's played a lot now. So if you look at – I mean, if you look at – let's see. So let's just pull up this year so far as. 58, 30, a 13th, 71st, and that's a miscut, and and 22nd. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair point. I think we can attribute some of that to injury, and, yeah, maybe some of it to he's just not the same guy. Like the, Because he used to be, like,
2: an elite iron player, pretty good off the tee. Um, Last week's T22, he lost off the tee and lost on approach. It was all short game. I'm not saying you can't play a deckie. I mean, and we don't need a top 10 from him at at 7,400. But I just worry. about – I just don't know if he's got upside, and if he doesn't have upside, I don't know if I want to play him in tournaments. I guess.
1: Well, and that's all the guys we talked about that with last week. All had you know p- pretty pedestrian finishes. So, uh, fair point. I think he's a fine cash game play. Like I'm, I, like you, I'm neutral on him in tournaments as well. Uh, if you're not playing him in tournaments, who do you like in here?
2: Yeah, so I'll go with like Sebstraka. Ultimate boomer bus guy can get red hot at times. Um, He has a T-15 here in 2022. Uh, We talked about Bo Hossler a little bit at 7,000. I think he makes a lot of sense. His ball striking has improved greatly over the last year or so. Can you play Nick Taylor
1: again? No, I am not happy with Nick Taylor, and I will not play him. (laughs)
2: Okay. Uh, I'm not playing Ricky because he's been terrible. Chris Kirk's never played here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll play some Wu. I kind of talked myself out of him a minute ago, but um, if he's going to be lower on the decky, he's kind of the anti decky and that, you know, he'll finish dead last or top ten.
1: Or you can go, I mean, the upper end of the 6k range has some similar players. Kitiyama was pretty popular last week. Um you got him at 12%. Sebez, you know, has been uh, pretty steady and uh and I'm again, I'm I'm in on the poor putters this week, so we'll 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 parlay some Zalatoris love with some Luke List. Uh, and those two guys uh, will uh, will tilt the putters together. But 6,600 for Luke List. Uh, again, good at everything except putting. So uh, I'll take some shots on that this week. But, I mean, yeah, if you don't like the 7Ks, you can round out your lineups with some of these guys for sure.
2: Yeah, I do. But I got some bad news. I'm finally on Luke List after all my fades. So that can't be good. For so his, now we're toasted. Yeah. <laughs> But to be fair, he hasn't been very good lately. Seventy-seven um, I mean, hundred, so,
1: yeah. He missed the cut on the number last week. So if you're going to miss the cut on the number, that's better than being like Ricky Bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he actually, he actually doubled his or bogeyed his last hole to miss the cut. Um, but we have a question: seventy-seven hundred or less? Favorite player as the last piece of your lineup.
1: You have a take there. Seventy-seven hundred or less. I think yeah. I'd probably go with Benny on.
2: I will go. Yeah, on and Cash, Siwoo, and tournaments. But, uh, okay, back to the six Ks. Patrick Rogers, this is it. I've been talking about <laughs> saving him for Rib uh, in the last month or so. He's been in good form. Top 30 in five of his last seven starts at this course. I think it's a Patrick Rogers week. I like the Kittyama call. He's got a lot of distance off the tee, and he's a good iron player. Pretty good around the green, too, especially the last few months. So I think he's a guy you can look at. Moving down, you mentioned CBez. He's gained, what was it? Oh, 8.4 strokes on approach his last two starts. So the irons have been good. Hoagie's been really good with his irons lately. Um, We talked about Luke List a little bit. Uh, Moving down, I like Taylor Morris, 6,500. He's just been making cuts. T21 here in 2022. I think for 6,500, if he gives you a top 30 or so, um, that's pretty good. Kevin,
1: you see bomber. a bare minimum tag on here. That's got to be the first there. time. It might be the first time ever outside of a misprice.
2: Yeah, we're getting we're getting there. So, Kevin used the bomber. Um, kind of feels like a good course for him, even though it's his first time here. Um, he's like top two in this field in total driving strokes gained off the tee and driving distance, which is pretty interesting. And then, very minimum. I like Sam Ryder. Uh, he's gained on approach in ten straight starts, so the irons have been good he's got back-to-back top 30s here. I think anybody that's going down there is probably going to notice the course history. He's probably going to get steamed up more than the 4% ownership that we have, but yeah, I like him uh, quite a bit this week.
1: All right. The bare minimum uh, that maybe has happened once or twice over the course of a few misprices in DFS over the years, but uh, we'll see. And with this format, it's, and almost everybody making the cut. uh, There's some, there's some legs to it. So just to reiterate, though, you like the Tiger to make the cut bet, but no 6% owned Tiger in DFS for you.
2: Yeah, I was I was hoping, I was just saying, please let a book post a made cut odds, because I didn't want to play him in DFS, but I want to sweat him at the same time. So that's going to be the route that I take. And uh, hey, if he finishes you know, top 10, I'll be you know, super happy, but I won't feel like I missed out um, in DFS. Is Chuck Hoffman? Is he back? Now that he's off the players council,
1: I don't know. I'm just so bummed that he didn't win that tournament. <laughs> I'm really bummed, and it wasn't his fault. He did not. He did not choke. He he birdied the first playoff hole after Taylor birdied his, and uh, it was just Taylor, son running with the putter. But uh, I mean, it's certainly encouraging. And Hoffman's a guy who's been streaky over the years. You know, maybe he can pull a Brendan Todd and get uh, get back in the mix on a weekly basis. Let's see.
2: I didn't see I heard he put it around the bunker or something to get up and down on 17 in regulation.
1: Yeah, it was really he was uh he was playing it super safe cuz he had a 3 shot lead at the time and he so 17 you got the water left. And so he hit I don't remember whether he hit driver or hit a wood off the tee but hit it into the bunker uh, about 280 yards and then didn't want to obviously Put his approach in the water, so he was just short of the green and putted around the bung. He ended up making par, and it was just looking great, and then Taylor just did everything right, and that was frustrating. But I don't know. Hoffman's also 47, so, I mean, at some point, you got to figure maybe it's just a good luck stretch and the best years are behind him, but it would be pretty cool to see him in contention again. He seems like a pretty good guy by all accounts.
2: I would have been crazy if he would have won because he was on like a career money list exemption last week. And then he would have got into all the signature events the next two years. Um, that would have been something. So hopefully he keeps it going. I've always been a, a Hoffman fan. He's like one of the original team no putt
1: guys. That we used to play. <laughs> OG team no Puts. All right. So let's go ahead and get ready to set up for our snake draft.